that feels good. Two minutes, 25 seconds. Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one. This podcast is going to be a great place for us to uh, hang out. And uh, on the solo podcast, I think it's going to be a great place to talk about mental health. I think that I'm by no means uh, all that successful in the grand scheme of things. But it does seem like it's been I'm in an interesting place because I'm successful enough so far that if I become more successful, it's a success story, right? If things build, if I can build a community and build more sponsors and get more medals and solidify my place in vert skating and mega ramp skating and all these things, um, then these notes become kind of valuable through that. If I were to stop now, I think I'd disappear forever, you know? So I'm not going to act like this is looking back this is me being a successful entrepreneur and looking back at my career and my life and saying hey this is what I did and it works great to be honest I have no fucking clue what's going on and uh, I'm not gonna act like I do but with that being said I'm a fighter I've come out on top plenty for 24 years old uh, I've come out uh, on the bottom a hell of a lot, though. It's much quieter, but um, I have to do a lot of work uh, almost every day. A lot of work definitely every week when it comes to uh, mental and uh, physical well-being. I struggle a hell of a lot. I've, I've, I've taken some pretty big hits along the way. Um Family stuff has left me in an emotional nightmare. Relationship stuff has left me completely emotionally helpless for, you know, a a year at a time. You know, big, big hits. Big hits. Um, But I study a lot and I try a lot of things. And this podcast is a good example of, of trying things, right? Try a new medium to get these, to get these to, to communicate my uh, career out into the world because if it does go right, all of a sudden these things become really quite valuable. These lessons that I genuinely believe I'm learning and uh, have learned. Some of uh, these lessons I've learned by choice and others um, by force because the world works a certain way and if you don't learn from it it will keep beating you down into the ground um i feel like my strong suits are uh curiosity and noticing things my strong suits are not uh changing or being right i've been uh absurdly wrong uh on a lot of really big decisions that i made i would say most of my really big decisions that i've made for like life and uh career and relationships and uh, personal happiness and health have been uh, the wrong decisions and I've paid big prices for it. So 
really what I want this to be is not a guidebook. This is so far from a guidebook that if you're looking for, you know, the 12 rules for life, go read Jordan Peterson's books. Go read Gary Vee. Go read uh, Untethered Soul. Go read these things and go listen to podcasts of uh, Jay-Z and Shaq and everything that Kobe Bryant's ever said because they're genuinely looking back on an illustrious career of, you know, old age and they've transferred into business all right and they've made it work. Um, I could still very easily crumble and fall and uh, this could be really bad advice. This is like uh, investing in a volatile penny stock. Um, but it's not always stupid to do so. I know that I'm not an idiot and I know that lately I've been noticing that my friends listen when I talk and if the market decides what's good and bad, the market has been telling me that I have learned a hell of a lot in the last 10 years. I say 10 years because that's when I started competing professionally and also when I kind of started to venture out in the world on my own. So, that's a pretty good disclaimer on on what we're going to be doing in this podcast because... I'm going to only say things that I truly believe. So it's going to come out with confidence. It's going to come out with a punch and like it's true because I'm treating it as such. So, you know, live by the sword, die by the sword kind of thing. Let's start with a kind of a mental health update and recap. Just so uh, we get a good understanding of where I'm starting from. Uh, I've never been diagnosed with anything as such. I don't see, you know, I don't even know what it's called, a psychiatrist. I don't take drugs for to feel better. Like, I've not prescribed anything. Um, I haven't been diagnosed with anything. But I've had a fair share of, like, crazy experiences in my life that have... Uh, kind of halted my the way that my body and, and mind function, right? So I've needed uh, a lot of, I've needed professional help, you know, for a couple years, for a couple years now. And for a while, I had to go to therapy twice a week. You know, there were months where I didn't leave my room where tears would not stop coming down my face and I couldn't even really sleep properly to get away from it because... I would dream about it just that my dreams would be just as, uh, I guess, uh, emotionally scarring as as my waking days were. Um, so let's just start with the pressure of being an athlete and a, you know, somewhat of a rising star in in my teens. Um, having having the uh, financial burden of moving to California on uh, on my shoulders uh, in my formative years 
really put me in like a really a really nice fight or flight place. Um, it's really nice for for output for physical output and to accomplish like great things. Um, but on the on the back end of that, you know, once I turned 17, 18, and I moved out at, at 17 because things weren't good at home. Um, it all start, kind of started to catch up to me, right? And then the funny thing is when life starts to catch up to you uh, and you keep making a bunch of uneducated decisions, uh, you tend to, I, t- I started to dig myself kind of in a, in a deeper and deeper emotional hole. Um, but I stayed productive when I needed to. I, I, I don't know... I think that's nice now looking back on because what I have like 11 X games medals that I can hold and feel and I got enough money in my bank account to, to pay rent for, you know, long enough to make me, uh, a little more comfortable with what's going on. But it's not that I can retire. It's not that I didn't, uh, burn some of my money, a majority of my money stupidly, being 16 years old when I, when I did make a majority of it. Um, I come from like low middle class and my, my parents are pretty uneducated when it comes to, uh, making any sort of large sums of, of money at once and like how to handle it. Uh, so I, there were times where, you know, you might as well have, of, uh, lit, uh, let all that money on fire because it is fucking gone. That's for sure. Um, but to stay focused, I think the fact of being such, uh, in such a fight or flight mode, uh, in my like formative teen years, it made it really fucking hard for me to be open and honest and, uh, relatable to a lot of kids my age. And what that turned into was um, over maturing in certain in certain ways as far as like I could relate to an older crowd a lot more and then under maturing in other ways as far as social competence in my own age group with uh, girls with, you know, just casual friendships with uh, enjoying the the small enjoyable luxuries of life as a as a kid I, I was uh I had my I had my back against the wall in those years I had to carry a lot of uh, a lot of the weight of uh consistency and determination and success and uh get podiums after podiums and take care of my body I, I was busy doing all that instead of uh really building some like instead of letting the quote-unquote unimportant relationships come and go in my life as as far as like my own age group went I didn't have to fight for my place in a uh, social structure of teens uh, almost ever so uh, you say that hey that might be quite nice and given, yeah, there there are some things that are really nice about that. But once I turned 21, 22, 23, um, and 
I had a girlfriend and then also the the people around me seem to now be my age because I've always gotten along with 24 and 30 year olds and whatnot mid mid to late 20s you know at 16 that's a big deal but when you're 22 23 now everyone's age is getting uh, a lot closer and I could see that the skills that they built as far as uh you know making friends and building relationships and talking to girls and and being and knowing who they are um in a simple sense i think i've always known who i am in a really like grandiose bigger picture long-term uh goal-oriented sense i i i I do know who i am in that way a lot better than most people might but uh, I was in a place where I had no idea who the fuck I was in a like simple in a simple sense of you know how to enjoy your time with people, how to not lie to people constantly so they think you're perfect, you know, th- things like that where um I always avoided having to practice that skill because I had sponsors and I had a social media that was a little bit bigger than average. And so everything that I was I was meant to share was uh, perfection. And uh, that's not good. Don't don't just share. If you're if you're wondering if you should uh, only share perfection or not, uh, the answer is no. I mean, the things that that make us great as humans is in fact our limitations the ability to overcome it's not being born perfect you know it's like the example of uh superman in the 60s or 70s when they made him too powerful and the comics started to die because no one could fucking kill the guy and everyone stopped reading the comics because why would you want to hear a hor- uh, a hero story with no enemies right so if our insecurities and our limitations are our enemies i think that's where we should learn how to live that's how we should learn how to hang out in that place where you know you you give yourself the place to question why am i afraid of saying certain things why am i afraid of being my own age right I think that's a that's a place we can learn a lot. Uh, through all this, so uh, I refuse to complain. You know, uh, I I can already hear in my in my head. You know, people coming out of the woodworks that would much prefer my problems to theirs. Um, and that's not how any of this works. Right. I'm not comparing my problems to yours um, and I'm definitely not comparing to my problem. I'm not comparing my problems to problems I wish I had instead. Uh, That's not a luxury that we get in life. Um, I can't swap out my uh, life for someone else's and uh, neither can you. So this is far from complaining. Um, Really what it is is... uh, some things that you would not know about me that just are true. Okay, these are things that um, that I've really uh, dealt with, I've been through, that that I've struggled with, um, and I, I think that's important to share 
um, just because um, I refuse to be, I refuse to repeat the same mistakes that I've made uh, over and over and over again in my past. I mean, having a good memory, memory is not to remember the past. Uh, Memory is to, is, is the, is useful to stop that shit from happening over and over and over again. Uh, it's why we remember things. It's not to uh, reminisce and it well, I mean, sometimes there's a good place to reminisce, but that's the utility of memory. And so that's what I'm doing. You know, I'm remembering my past. Hey, these are things that uh, I've dealt with. Uh, some I'm still I'm still dealing with the you know residual trauma of a handful of things that kind of knock me on my ass every once in a while sometimes severely sometimes you brush it off it's not it's not so bad um but i I like that uh getting that all out on the on the table and uh you know recognizing that i'm a mere mortal out here and uh i want to have fun with this podcast and i want to give a lot of really good advice to myself and to you guys uh if you if you end up listening to it that's the that's the whole utility of the whole of this whole podcast so the things that i really believe in and the things that i know uh will lead me to success right the the things that i that i the things that I know to be true about myself and about how I interact with the world. Um, one of the most important things is curiosity. I found all the answers that I've found to my life, I have found through uh, sheer curiosity. Enough to pry. Enough curiosity to pry and to turn over the stones and to dig and dig and dig and dig and dig and dig and dig. There were years where uh, I couldn't find any answers. Um, but in those times, my gut instinct uh, is to remain curious uh, and keep keep looking and keep searching and keep finding new parts in my brain uh, that will kind of allow me to to find some answers right i think curiosity is really important another thing that i really believe in is uh the fact that we're not as unique and special as we seem as we feel so we are very unique as far as personality goes as far as our our lives go everyone has a completely unique life but I don't think I'm unique in the sense where when I feel something, no matter how dramatic, traumatizing, upsetting um, that it is, uh, I try to never think that I'm the only person that's ever felt that way. Because for me, if I can remember that there's been millions of people who felt this exact thing, no matter how isolating it feels... And I know in my heart that there's millions of people that have felt that exact thing. Um, it, what it, it allows me to look at it in a way that 
is uh, I can overcome it. That's one of the things that give me the strength to overcome some of the more gnarly uh, emotional battles, right? Is that there's been a lot of people who have silently fought this fight, who might be silently fighting this same fight side by side with me, but neither of us have the skills to share it, nor want to, nor even understand or even have the, the words or understand how to share it, even if we wanted to. Or So I really believe that. I think curiosity and understanding that it's everything that I experience is a human experience. Those two things are kind of the backbone that keeps me in therapy, that keeps me reading these books, that keeps me really searching you know, it gives me the strength to kind of be able to wade through the dark side of the mind a little bit. I really believe that also gives me a lot of strength when it comes to difficult things um, is that it's exactly as hard as it is. It's really easy for me to say it shouldn't be this hard for me to do this thing. It shouldn't be this hard for me to get out of bed. It shouldn't be this hard for me to grab a mic and say some words with confidence of things that you know are true. It shouldn't be this hard to do blah, blah, blah. Um, and the fact is it's exactly as hard as it is. And that's what it is. And the, the reason that gives me confidence is because once I realize that, you know, I have to realize that over and over again. But once I realize that, then I try to stop burning my energy, my mental energy on wondering what the fuck is wrong with me. And I start saying, how can I do this despite the difficulty? What if it's this hard for everyone? What if it's this hard for everyone to do this thing? What if it's harder? What if it's harder for other people to do these same things? Even though it's incredibly difficult for myself. But you can already see the way that that, that reframes the situation. Just because something is difficult does not mean I'm going to burn my energy on, on figuring out why it's so difficult. Sometimes it's better to just say fuck it and press go. Another thing that I really, I really believe uh, to be completely true um, is if it's worth doing, it's worth doing poorly. I'm a perfectionist at heart, but I am not in application. Uh, I don't believe in doing things well your first time around. I think the barrier to entry, I think that makes the barrier to entry too high to do new things. Um, I have done almost nothing right uh, first try ever. Um, and the quicker that I can learn that if I want to do something, that I need to go do it poorly a lot. And sometimes that's terrible in the case of public things like podcasting, like streaming video games, like posting an ad for skate lessons, like posting new tricks, like making a video part, like trying to film tricks for a video part, like trying to go compete, like trying to 
learn a new sport like golf or tunnel flying or skydiving or trying to grind a rank in uh, fucking Counter-Strike. The, the, the way to do things is to do things poorly. If it's worth doing, go do a bad job at it as quickly as you can and learn how to dust off those punches. Um, failing is really hard, though, and those punches hurt like a lot. Like, for instance, um, re- re- relationship wise, uh, you got to go do you got to go jump into things and do things poorly in interpersonal uh, situations. That's extremely painful, sometimes for both parties. I'm not saying don't be diligent in your efforts to try to make things as good as possible. Don't don't do bad on purpose, but you're going to have to do it. So don't let the fear of not doing it well stop you completely from doing anything ever. Because either you're okay with doing things that you're bad at or you're not. I, I get this rep of being a very quick learner given I'm pretty cerebral, athletic, and talented, and those things are true. I I am stronger in that front than than most. Um, but the main reason I learn as quickly as I do is because I get to stage two in the learning process uh, very quickly compared to a lot of people because I jump into stage one with open arms. Um, and I try really hard and I will publicly be bad at something uh, for the sake of the possibility of getting good at it. It's quite embarrassing to be genuinely passionate about something uh, and to not be good at it. Um, But that's the way of the road. That's anything new that you want to do. You're going to have to do it poorly and the quicker that you can go do it um the better off for yourself and uh honestly everyone involved your future self will thank you for making your mistakes long ago and i think it's important that uh to remember that you want an adventure and you want the greatest adventure that you could possibly have uh, and all those come with uh, with ups and, and downs. And uh, uh, every good adventure is imperfect beyond belief. So um, I think I'm really happy with this as an introduction to uh, starting my podcast back up. Uh, I feel like a different person than uh, I was when I first started it. Um and I'm really happy with uh, my ability to do this, even on my own, because getting guests is sometimes quite difficult. So I might have to lean on some of these solo podcasts a bit more. Um, the solo ones are going to cover um, a lot more uh, competitive stuff, like very specific competitive uh, strategies for for um competitions in handling pressure and fear and adrenaline and and whatnot um but there will also be these that are a little bit more 
uh, just plain insight into what's going on behind the scenes, insight into my life and my theories on life and kind of what I'm leaning on that, that gets me through my days. So welcome to the show. Uh, thank you guys. Uh, hopefully this uh, 30 minutes went by in a blink of an eye. And I will see you next week. Smoke bomb. And I'm out. Pow!